This is Chris and Rick Talk Guitars. And today we're going to talk about the Music Master Bass Amp. Cool. Yeah. What's that all about? It's a sleeper amp. Oh, a sleeper, what huh? they say. Okay. The Music Master Bass Amp came out in 1970, and it was supposed to be a practice amp for bass players. And it's a really lousy bass amp, stock especially, but it turns out it's a pretty good guitar amp. And it used to be pretty cheap. Just checking eBay... It's still pretty cheap. I mean, it starts in the neighborhood of $300, and for a vintage hand-wired tube amp, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, and even yeah, even at three or 400 bucks, to me, to get a 112 combo like that from the 70s, is, I think it's totally fair. Well, it's to, a great little amp. To put it in perspective, I think a used Blues Junior is um, kind of in that same range, starting around three or so, and going up even more. I think the Blues Junior... New is like in the neighborhood of five, so yeah, it would be an, it's a no-brainer for me. I mean, yeah. you get this hand-wired vintage amp for that price. I have one. You have two, right? I've got two. My bass player that I played with for years stumbled upon this video on YouTube, and he sent it to me. And it's this dude in his bedroom cranking a guitar through. Oh, that dude. Yeah, that dude, <laughs> the bedroom dude, cranking this amp, this little Fender amp. Uh, it sounded awesome. He had it dimed, and when you dime these things, they, they get a really great, creamy overdrive that sounds awesome. But if you swap out the speaker with a... I use a ceramic Jensen, which I like. Um, we can talk about that in a little bit. But I use it as a gigging amp, and, and it takes pedals well, and I just dial in the, the headroom I need and then apply pedals to it, and it's freaking cool. It's great. I, I love it. I have a 64 Princeton, which has the same power tube, 6V6s. And I find myself, especially for live, if I'm playing with a drummer, I'll use the Music Master bass. Part of it is I don't care about it so much. But the other part of it is it hangs really well with a drummer for reasonable rock stuff. For any kind of rootsy stuff or reasonable rock stuff, it's great. I have the same speaker in it. It's a, one of those reissue... Jensen ceramics that a lot of people don't like, but it sounds I fine. Like it, it sounds great. The Music Master bass amp is super simple. There's a volume and a tone control, and that's all I need. I mean, it's... Yeah, I like the simplicity of that, too. Two knobs, no waiting. And again, I like the ceramic speakers, too. You and I have talked about this before, too. The Alnico versus ceramic. You know, obviously there's a whole contingent out there that swear by the Alnico, and that's fine. For me, the low end is too flubby. Uh, and I'll, the ceramic speaker tightens up that low end for me that I like a lot. And it's just a great speaker. It, it gets a really good mid-rangey rock sound, um, especially through this little Music Master bass amp. If you score one of these amps, it needs a speaker. The speaker that's yeah. in there is, is shit. It's yep. really... I mean, even for like cheap Fender stuff of the air, it's, it's, it's dog shit. It is. Just before you swap that speaker out, you should <laughs> plug a bass into that, though, and put it on about five, so you can see how many kids were probably really <laughs> bummed out in how the How disappointed would you be? When they got one of those for Christmas? Christmas morning. Oh, yeah. great. I got a bass amp. Oh, plug man. it in, Timmy. A fart city. <laughs> S- swap the speaker out. I use it with Fenders and Gibsons. It sounds yeah. great. I mean, right around four, it starts to get kind of nasty and from there on up it doesn't get a whole lot louder but it just gets raunchier and it's a cool raunch if you were just playing straight up rock with gain you could dime that thing and it sounds awesome 
Uh, and like you're saying before, like the way you play, you could either lean into it and, you know, get the full grind or maybe, you know, maybe not dimed. But if you cranked it where you were getting more gain, you could finesse it to, you know, get a little cleaner sound and then boom, lean into it and get. It's just a really cool little amp, I think. I dig it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I did to mine when I got it. it. Did you do the the Klein mod to it? I did the Klein clown clone. <laughs> Um, no, all I did was it doesn't have a fuse in it, so you're going to want to put a fuse in there so you don't die. And um, the caps, by the, if you get an old one, the caps are probably gone. They use really cheap filter caps. I had to replace those and I think a couple other electrolytics, but it's up and running. Other than that, it's completely stock. What are the specs on this damn thing? It's 12 watts. They had two different tube configurations. There was a 6V6 and there was a 6... What is that number? I can never remember. 6AQ5. 6AQ5 tube, which is electronically the same as a 6V6, but it's a different... I think it's like a a 7-pin or a 9-pin. Do you think there's a discernible sound difference or or tone difference? There is probably some, but I think that that 6... That tube that I can't say. <laughs> 6AQ5. It's supposed to be the same kind of electronically as a 6V6. So they'll be close. I've heard people say they're different. I haven't heard that one. I haven't, I've only heard the 6 I'm not even sure what ones. mine are, to be honest. Use are 6V6s, Rick. I oh, can't believe thanks. you don't know that. <laughs> well, you're my tech guy, so oh. you would know. You're like so what were you, you asked me a question, and now I forgot what it was because I was rambling. Oh, I was just asking you about the specs on this damn thing. Okay, it's 12 watts, yeah. two 6V6s. It's got, like, I think one. Let me look. Yeah. It might only be one for you. Check it out. I've got one right here. Okay. Leaning it back. What do you got? Yep, just one 12AX7. That's all you need, man. That's all you need. One of the cool things about this is this shows you how when Fender went cheap in the 70s, the chassis is a champ chassis. So I could take this chassis out of this app and plug it into a champ cabinet or vice versa. Sonically, it's really weird and that's what I like about it. It's not scoop sounding like, you know, even a champ or... It's got more mid-bark to it, so it's great. And I'm going to probably be killed for saying this, but I actually like it better than the Silverface Deluxe (gasps) reverb. I know, that's like one of those amps that everybody cares. We're going to get a lot of mail about about that. A lot, I know. Well, the reason being is, like I mentioned, it's not that smiley face curve. It's Yeah, like mid-range to me is, and again, within the spectrum of treble and bass but mid-range to me is the quintessential guitar sound and this amp gets that for me like i love it i love the fact that it's mid-rangey and and um and a little barky but um as i said before man it's one of the most versatile amps i've ever played it takes pedals really well it's got like chris said i mean you couldn't larger venues you probably want to use a more a higher wattage amp and stuff like that but for a lot of the gigs that he and i have done in clubs with a full band it's more than enough uh, to, to play in that situation. And every time we've played with these amps, guitar players in the audience come up to us and say, hey, what, what is that? What are you playing through? Because it sounds so cool. Right. And we don't tell weapon. them because we don't want them to buy one and I just like it because I'm really lazy and having a volume of... You can't get in trouble. Give me a bunch of knobs exactly. that I have and I'm going to get in fucking trouble. I'm going to be up there twiddling knobs instead of... Yeah, it's like having a Mesa Boogie Mark for or it's got the knobs, it's got the EQ, it's got the... Right. This has two the knobs. Coffee maker. A volume and a volume and a tone. That's all you need, man. Right, man, because all you need is volume and you need some tone. Hello. Right? Come on. Yeah. So it's all there for you. It's plug and play. And I like that. One thing I do not like about this amp, 
which is a, a pretty small thing, is you gotta be careful when you're hauling it because there's nothing, the tubes are just kind of hanging out the back. It's a big open back. So, you know, if your drummer throws his snare drum in the back and it smashes your tube, that could be a problem. I'd like to have a, a little case for mine. That would be cool. Yeah, you know, I like, hear you. Like a hard it's shell, vulnerable. but that's about the only thing I can think of that's bad about it. A lot of people mod these. I was online yeah. looking at mods and it's crazy. I mean, you know, do what you want to your amp, but I don't see... There was one person in particular that was, I found amusing because he he claims that he loves these amps. So what he does is he gets these and he guts them <laughs> and builds something in there. If you love this amp... He loves I mean, the particle board. I guess he loves but... the particle board case... <laughs> And he, that's his other thing. He's talking about how cheap they are. Yes, they're cheap. They're cheap like a champ. A champ is not shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is basically a champ with some extra bits in there. So, yeah, yeah it, it was them being cheap in a hand-wired amplifier. So everything in there is hand-wired. It's great. So Yeah, and to your point, Jim, my friend, the bass player that turned me on to these things, he, he's done a mod or two to his. And Damn you, Jim. I know. <laughs> Uh, I curse him, um, and I'm like, why? Why? It's it, the amp doesn't need any modification. Swap out the speaker. That's the only mod you need to do. And maybe, like Chris says, put in a fuse, and you've got a great amp that a you can use it in your bedroom at low volumes. You can use it in in most club situations with a full band, and you've got plenty of headroom. It's just a cool little amp, and I I'm just fascinated by the fact that it started out as this cheap bass amp. And then bass players plugged it in and, and immediately threw up, and right. rightfully so, because the speakers in those things. And again, I, I don't know what they were thinking. Like, yeah, this is a bass amp. It must not, you know, again, it's it's when CBS bought the company, and who knows who, who was making decisions, but it, it's not a bass amp. It's just silly. No, you just look at the transformers, and you're not going to get yeah. a very good. But I will say this with the speaker swap. I've used it as a bass amp for small combos. You just can't push it yeah. with a with a, a louder drummer. I mean, I've I've run into headroom problems with it when I was playing rock. It sounds really good, but not having that extra headroom, it's a little too squishy. I mean, and I've heard people say, "Oh, it sounds great out front," but I was uncomfortable with the amount of headroom I had, so I stopped using it for the louder rock stuff. But I grab that anytime I'm doing like rootsy rock thing, kind of country tinge thing, or you know, just dicking around. That and my my Princeton are the amps for that. But as I say, I prefer this over the Princeton for a lot of stuff. It's got a solid state rectifier. That's another thing about it that does give it a little bit more clean headroom over a Princeton. So I think that's what helps get that up there to hang with a drummer better. That's kind of a cool testament, though, that you like that more than your Princeton, because that Princeton's well, I, a cool amp. Well, I love my Princeton, yeah. uh, but you know, part of the reason is the Princeton's staying home now. No, I'm not right. taking it out anymore. It's like got collectible and right. valuable. So I have taken it out a few times for the John Prine tribute uh -huh. band that I'm in. Do you know any prominent players who play these amps that, where it's kind of filtered into like... Stinky Peterson. <laughs> Stinky Peterson. <laughs> yeah. from, cool. From the stink tones. Got it. I think the Black Keys oh, okay. were. And I also, I have a friend who is a, um, owned Ghetto Records in Detroit who records a bunch of really cool garage bands and, and he's a fan of these amps. Oh, cool. And he claims he likes the, um, the, the ones with the tube I can't remember. QA5, whatever it is. Yeah, he likes those better. Really? So I'd like okay. to hear one yeah, because I would he too. gets great. His stuff, um, his name is Jim Diamond and he does Ghetto Records stuff 
Cool. And he um, he gets really cool guitar tone. So he, I mean, him liking that is a testament to like yep. the coolness factor. And like I said, I just looked on eBay yesterday, and there were some going for about three hundred bucks. And that's like a that's no, a great price. That's like a no brainer. Again, exactly. I mean, you know, you can't touch like uh, even a black or silver face Fender that is uh, the models that are known, right? Like you're saying, deluxe or uh, pro even a champ. You can't even get a exactly. champ for that. And so, if you want a vintage Fender amp, granted, yes, it, it started out as this weird bass amp. But if you want a, a vintage Fender amp, swap out the speaker. You've got a great guitar amp that really is vintage, and it, like Chris says, it's it's hand wired and. It, it can just be one of the amps in your arsenal that you use, depending on the context, and it's a great amp. And and again, I was reading online too. Some people were like bagging on it for not being reliable, or oh, I wouldn't, you know, three hundred bucks really? is way too much for that amp. Yeah, and I'm like, I just thought that's ridiculous, man. I have two of them. I've used them now for probably I don't know five six years clubbing all kinds of stuff never had one breakdown never had a problem with one ever i'd gladly pay i'd pay up to 500 bucks for one if it was clean it was super clean yours is really clean thanks um <laughs> but uh, um uh, yeah how about you i mean i think they're worth every penny oh i do i do i got mine i did it some work for somebody i he had a three like vintage small vintage amps and i did like recaps and put three pong cords on them did some service restoration to them and he gave me that in trade Lucky so bastard. yeah i know and it's like to add to what he's saying as far as like its value it's it's a great utility amp because like i say once you replace that speaker you can use it for bass for rehearsing yep. bass recording bass or small little gigs so it's great exactly i don't think it'll ever be held in, in the same esteem as those other models but i i have noticed in the last several years that more people have become aware of them, and more people are appreciating what they are. And like I said, I've seen the kind of the prices go up accordingly. Uh, maybe they kind of fluctuate, but I, I I do know that when I was first looking at these, they were really cheap. I mean, really cheap. And I oh yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, any guitar player who who has heard one and checks them out really digs them. And so yeah, the the, yeah. the getting popular and getting becoming desirable has also caused backlash. You'll get that with anything. So now you'll right. see people like, "Oh, that's a piece of shit." Well, of so, course, blah, blah, it's cheap. <laughs> blah blah. Now, I, I I kind of don't know. I'm looking at that and I'm trying to figure out what reliability issues. It's yeah, like it's any so old simple. Fender. It's though. like you know, if you played it hard. And you play bass out something, it's mecha something mechanical might yeah. break or something. Or you might blow speaker. So might, but, but the thing of it is, there's nothing in there that you can't replace. No. I and mean, it's not like, you know, a circuit board where it's like, well, we this went out, so we're going to throw half the amp away or, you know, just throw it in the garbage. A Fender amp or any amp from that era, is it's a lifetime thing. You can hang on to it. You can take care of it. You can find shit for it. And so. it's such a simple amp. Like you said, there's, there's not much to the amp right. to go wrong. So, I mean, like you said, if something does go wrong, it's pretty easy to diagnose and fix exactly and most likely it's probably a speaker and the stock speaker you want to get rid of anyway because it's a piece of shit right right and you want to clean them yeah no i i you don't have to convince me i okay it's it's, it's an amp I'll that i like and um, i use often it's yeah all my amps and i have a few they get used and this one doesn't get used any less than any of my quote cooler yeah. amps. we're big fans and we i love there's nothing more fun for me to play a gig with this amp and then have some guitar player come up and go, what are you playing through? Because I remember like uh, that uh, Tim... You tell him it's modded. It's a music that's <laughs> heavily modded. modded. It's got, well, Tim, yeah. Remember Tim, Tim DiGiulio, I think? He's in 
Uh, yeah, these other bands. He, we played the uh, Daryl's Tavern, and he came up to me and asked me what he looked at. He was in awe of that amp, and it's, I told him and gave him the whole scoop, and he it was cool because he's a great guitar player, and he plays through he's a great got rig. Five of them now. He's got he probably, <laughs> he's got his arsenal of Music Master bass amps. But seriously, I mean, and uh, my nephew, he was in a band, and the guitar player wanted to know what I played, and he bought one. He went out and bought one because oh, he cool. liked it so much, and so. That's the cool thing I find about these amps is they're so weird and so still really relatively unknown. So if you go play a gig, somebody's going to come up to you and go, what the hell are you playing through? Because you get a great guitar sound. And it's fun to tell them, well, it's, it's this crazy little Music Master bass amp and blah, blah, blah and whatever. But right. it's fun. It's fun. And then they're going to steal your shit, man. They're yeah, and then they steal tone. it. <laughs> and you're gonna, they're not going to get any royalties. No. So that's the Music Master bass amp. Yeah. A good amp. We love it. Yeah. It's great. Go go out and get one for God's get sake. Get one today. Even if it's five hundred bucks, buy one. Jesus, you'll thank us. Maybe. Oh, hate mail. All, All right. right. Well, that's another great episode of Chris and Rick talk oh, guitars. guitars. Yeah. Join man. us next time. When it's we talk early. About we're, I think we're. I think we're coming stuff. into it. Yeah. All right. Thanks.